0: Hold on. Here's Tara's Daily Rant.
1: So I'll never forget the story, so many stories I do here, Lee, of the poor guy in Anderson County. It's Christmas Eve, and he needs a breathing machine to breathe. And he, he realizes from, you know, a few steps away that the power's gone out and they find him collapsed, dead. His family does the next day in front of the breathing machine. He didn't make it. Mm-hmm. So this actually kills people who are, you know, when, if the power goes, out, it actually kills people and it did, um, you know, the day before Christmas, right here. This is something that happened right here. Um, and, and one of the reasons it happened is because Duke Energy for years has been trying to meet these climate change goals. And one of the things they do um, is that the backup energy, they move the source from something reliable like coal or natu- you know, natural gas, depending on you know what the area is, um, they move it to, um, oh, we'll go to solar and wind. Well, when you go to the backup energy, and it's solar and wind, and it's winter and it's cold, the wind's not blowing and the sun's not out, you're just screwed. You just end up dead. Power goes out. And, you know, if you had a whole Christmas dinner in there, oh, well, in your, in your refrigerator. Because this is where we are. This is how we're going to live. So I went and dug up the report that says, you know, with Duke Energy, they had to testify before the regulatory committee in North Carolina, and they flat out admitted, look, you know, we've gone to renewables. It's not going to be dependable anymore. This is where they're going. Well, now we've got the people, Lee, the people, PJM. They operate the electric grid, the U.S. electric grid. They serve 13 different states. Um, one of which is North Carolina. They don't serve South Carolina, but they do serve North Carolina. But it's a warning for the whole country. And they're saying, "Look, w- we are shutting down natural gas power and coal power so fast right now because of these EPA regulations that now make them almost impossible to regulate. So they're all shutting down." Yep. Um, and he said, "We're gonna we're gonna go to rolling blackouts by 2030. We we can't power." the grid with solar and wind. And they're sounding the alarm. This is from the Wall Street Journal, that fossil fuel plants are shutting down without adequate replacement power. And they're saying, look, the the, the political class is yawning about this. They're not going to be yawning when people are enraged. Wall Street Journal writes about this report, is anyone in government paying attention? Another SOS came Friday in an ominous report from PJM Interconnection. One of the nation's largest grid operators, they forecast power supply and demand through 2030 across 13 uh, eastern states, uh, covering 65 million people. Top line conclusion, fossil fuel power plants are retiring much faster than renewable sources are getting developed, which could lead to energy imbalances. That's a delicate way of saying you can expect shortages and blackouts. Now, PJM, Wall Street Journal says, usually generates extra power. Owing to its large fossil fuel fleet, which exports to neighboring grids in the Midwest and Northeast, but when wind power plunged in the Midwest, as it does when it gets cold, um, they you know they help they help fill the gap, kept the energy on. They're saying, look, we're not going to be able to do that much longer, and they say that forty thousand megawatts of power generation, enough to light up thirty million homes, will go offline by twenty thirty. That's about 21% of PJM's current generation capacity, and, he sa- and they say this is totally policy-driven. There's nothing wrong with the plants. Um, it's the steep cost of complying with the EPA's regulation, including a proposed good neighbor rule that's expected to be finalized next month. That one alone will force 10,500 megawatts of fossil fuel generation to shut down. So to go green, we're funding all these green projects, we're shutting down anything from natural gas to coal without replacing it. And they go on to explain, look, the problem, Lee, is that, when, um, is, is that when you're doing these solar and wind projects, it takes five years just to get the permits to do them, right? if they get them at all. Yeah. And the cost is so onerous, it's so difficult to get them approved, that even when the Democrats are up there you know, providing funding, hundreds of billions of dollars in the American Rescue Plan and all all of these that they've passed. Ninety percent of these projects never get built after they go through the permitting process. But we're shutting down coal and natural gas plants as if we are adding on these other plants. It's so bizarre. I mean, it's national suicide. And to me,
0: it's interesting that some of the left-wing media types are actually picking up on this story now and, you know, These are places that usually would be, um, you know, giving cover to the uh, environmentalist narrative um, on on stories like this. But now they are facing reality and the consequences of these failed policies and pointing out that we don't have the capacity to maintain the electricity demand with this policy, period. End of story. It is not happening. And, you know, and. With my interest in automotive things, too, I'm seeing some of the other um, automotive manufacturers talking about um, if you think that uh, vehicles that are powered by an internal combustion engine are going away in 2030, 2035, no, no, that's not happening. There will be an increased uh, amount of electric vehicles on the road. There will be increased demand, but the internal combustion engine is not dead and long from it.
1: And that's what PJM is saying. They have a section on that, too. Basically, like, you know, you think it's bad now. We're going to rolling blackouts by 2030 with all these, you know, the government forcing the shutdown of all these plants unnecessarily. He's in there, like, at the same time, the government's pushing, hey, everybody get an electric vehicle. And they're saying, we can't plug those into the grid. I mean, we're going to have blackouts as it is. Yeah. And people are just not being told this unless they seek it out. This is not good. And the bad thing is, when it hits and the public is hysterical and they want a solution right now there aren't going to no, be any s-
0: no it takes decades yes, to get this stuff done yes it does this is stuff that you know we should have been working on 20 years ago if if you really wanted if you really wanted to have an electrification project and do away with internal combustion engines and, and carbon-based fuels, then we should have been working on this 20 or 30 years ago. And I'm not talking about trying to figure it out. I mean building the infrastructure, yep. developing the infrastructure that can store the energy when the wind's not blowing and the sun's not shining, because that's the issue. That's the issue for that type of electric um, generation, electricity generation, when you have got to have some way of holding on of, of, of you know, saving the energy for when the wind is blowing and you don't use all of it or the sun is shining and you don't use all of it you've got to have some way of storing that electricity for the down times and that technology does not exist
1: we can either open up the you know natural gas spigot and go get all the natural gas we have Mm -hmm. we'll be fine we could easily use that to power the grid if if this is what we want to do we want to Run See, our cars, Or we could do mini-nuke plants. You told me about yeah. those. I looked oh, yeah. them up. They're actually fascinating. They're much easier to build, much safer. I mean, just there's, so much better.
0: Yeah, there's a whole industry that has developed over that, and that is U.S.-led. That is U.S. technology. Yeah. These uh, micro-nuclear plants that are very small. They are self-contained. They're put in the ground, and they can do— I, I forgot what it is, uh, depending on the, the level of the megawatts, you know, hundreds or thousands of homes. And, and instead of having gigantic— um, nuclear plants We could have lots of small ones That are in the ground That have got a fail safe thing So that if something goes wrong It just shuts itself down It doesn't melt down It just shuts itself down And um, you've got, you know Minimal risk of any type of radiation uh, That could possibly happen And, and you know, that that's that's one of the answers That's one of the answers But if, if we had a situation where, okay, we're going to, when the sun is shining and when the wind is blowing, we're going to power the grid with that. And then when it's not, we're going to back it up with as clean a burning natural gas or as clean burning coal or whatever, or hydroelectric or nuclear or whatever. You know, I'm fine with that. That's that's fine. I, I can't find any politician, anybody that is wanting to say... Let's not even be concerned the least a bit about how we treat the environment. Let's just do whatever we have to do to get the power. No no one's saying that. But that's the way the left is acting about this, and they're not giving you any rational plan on how to advance to this next level. And we do not have the technology right now.
1: And and look, for them to act all hysterically, we are the only industrialized nation, us in Canada, who've met our environmental goals. Yeah. Our just you know, our environmental um, you know, for carbon-based discharge goals that we have for the world. Nobody else is is even meeting them. That we weren't even legally required to no. do because we never signed on to the Paris Climate Accord. Meanwhile, um, even even if you want to go to wind and solar and you think that's the best effort, you don't care how, how long you have to spend sitting in the dark as long as you could use it. Sometimes we got a problem because that same PGM report um, says that the... These projects are again so hard to get approved. Mm-hmm. They often face um, huge hurdles, including local grid capacity, because we have not expanded our grid. Because you know our yeah. our take on is like, oh, we'll just we'll just shut that down too. Um, we won't do the necessary maintenance. The EPA has made that very hard. Um, and that um, one fifth, they say of solar and wind proposals, only one fifth actually make it through the so-called interconnection queue. Um, and the rest just end up idling for so long they end up canceled um, in terms of the company just gives up, goes broke, whatever, waiting for the permit. Um, so this idea of, hey, we'll shut down the energy we have now in anticipation that maybe someday we'll have a replacement. That is that is national suicide. And that's what we're doing. And people don't understand it.
0: Terrorists want it. Hear the terror show
1: weekday mornings on 1063, Three W.O.R.D. and the Odyssey app.